Welcome to this week's interview with uh, Cardinal head football coach Landon Miller, again on 97.7 Tom FM, home of the Tumble Radio Sports Network. I want to thank uh, Landon. You know, we just got done talking kind of before we hit record here. You went and watched uh, your junior high play uh, football game tonight. Um, you just kind of want to recap their season. I think it was it was really successful. Maybe a hard one tonight. Uh, but, you know, just building your program, again, the more time you see, uh, the more time you're here at Cardinal, you know, your stamp is on the program. And what are you seeing out of those kids? And what are you looking forward to in the future? Yeah, so they lost uh, their first game tonight. So they ended at 5-1. Uh, and one. So a pretty good year. Um, I think, I, you know, hats off to our junior high coaches, uh, Mr. Strasco, who's our head basketball coach. Um, and then Tyler Batterson, who's a community member that also graduated from Cardinal and played football and um, for them. So they, they're doing a great job. And, you know, we've, we've it's kind of a, a nice to see this group has got a little bit of speed to it. Um, this eighth grade class coming up um, and they've got a, a good player, kind of a, a, a legacy player, if you will. Um, and Drake Durflinger, um, who's a big kid, uh, brother and dad, both went to Cardinal and played. So th those are the ones that I really you know, like to see where their dads and brothers are from the area and they played there and they get it. So, uh, but a good group overall, we're excited to, to enter them into the program um, this coming off season and put it together with a good freshman class where we've got a lot of freshmen, you know, about four of them who are going to play this Friday in a playoff game. So you put those two classes together and you could see something special down the line. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about the game on Friday. I know it's one we just kind of want to put behind us. But, uh, you know, you knew going in it was going to be a very tough game. Sigourney Kyoto historically is really good. And they look to be just as good as they've ever been. Um, and, you know, it's you want to play them again now, the way the, the playoff matchups uh, happened and everything. Um, what did you take from Friday night? And then what did you talk to your team this week about you know, maybe letting that one go and worrying about next week or, you know, just kind of what was your message to the team with the game and then obviously this week? Yeah, I think, you know, even at halftime um, and then afterwards when we pulled most of our guys at half was, you know, listen, um, this one's over, you know, let's move on. Uh, we knew that the outcome, whether it was positive um, or, you know, negative like it was, wasn't going to influence much, you know, um, now, you know, you win that one, maybe you get a home game, but you probably say, play the same opponent. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, you know, they were really good top five in the state. And, and the kids have done a great job. You know, win or, whether win or lose, um, when you win by 74 or you lose by 60, um, what we tell the kids is 24 hours, you know, 24 hours to be upset or worry about it or uh, be happy um, and excited. And so after that, you got to turn the page. And the kids have done an awesome job of that. It's been one of our best week of practices. The kids have had a ton of energy. Um, they've wanted to be at practice. They've been excited. They've enjoyed each other um, at practice and kind of having, you know, some of those last few weeks, uh, whether it be seniors or, or freshmen, um, you just don't get much left uh, this year where we got through a season thus far and it's been exciting. So um, I think the kids did a great job of just kind of saying, you know what, um, we're going to turn the page and move forward. Yeah, I would say, I would hard to press a team that's won by that much and then lost by that much two weeks in a row in a football. I'd like to see that if it's happened. Um, but just, you know, unfortunately, the way it happens, you know, we kind of talked about if the ball bounced your way, make it a game. Unfortunately, the ball didn't bounce your way. 
And then it really got out of hand there after halftime. A couple of balls really didn't bounce your way. And it got, you know, really out of hand. Um, but um, with the playoffs, you are at Pekin on Friday night. And then the winner of that game will play Sigourney Kyoto again. Um, we've talked a little bit about hopefully not matching up district-wide uh, against district teams. But the state, um, Van Buren's playing Minneapolis. So, I mean, they didn't listen to that, at least in southeast Iowa. Um, even in the 3A, you know, we've, we've looked at those two. You know, Fairfield's playing Keokuk, Mount Pleasant's playing, you know, I mean, they're all just playing the teams around here. So Southeast Iowa didn't get any favors. Um, but what do you see with Pekin on Friday night? Yeah, I think first of all, you know, I, I applaud the state publicly for making this decision. I've done that, you know, the last few weeks here. But I, did, I do think they missed the boat um, in terms of, you know, making it really exciting. I think it's still going to be a great, great thing for a lot of communities around the state. Um, to be in a, an elimination game um, at the end of the year. But they could have really um, done a great, great thing for the kids and the communities to match them up and cross districts. So, um, you know, that's not what happened. So we got Pekin and we got them at their place. Um, you know, the last time Cardinal beat Pekin was in 1974 that I can find. Um, and since then, you know, it's been pretty one-sided. Um, and uh, we're, we're still trying to climb that hill. Every year we've gotten a little bit closer. You know, and hats off to their coaching staff and their community and their kids. Um, they've had a good thing going for a long time. And, you know, we're, we've been since I've gotten here, they've been the program in the area that we've said, you know, we really want to we want to get, you know, to that point where they're at. And so um, we're hoping this is, you know, that time. And um, but again, they're, they're going to be tough. You know, they're they're really talented. Um, in some places that, you know, we're a little bit deficient and we're really talented in some places that, you know, they're a little bit deficient. And so we're, something's got to give it tomorrow and, and we're hoping that it goes our way. Yeah, just, you know, the kids have to be excited because this game was not played during the regular season. It's a rival. They didn't play them in baseball either because of COVID situation. So they've been chomping at the bit, I think a little bit, wanting to play those guys. Um, so, you know, how do you curtail that excitement and, you know, come out level-headed, ready to play without being almost too amped up? Um, and, you know, depending on, you know, first, you know, sometimes first plays, bad things happen. Sometimes good things happen. Uh, but how do you curtail that excitement of maybe a little bit of nervousness? They've not played in a game, in an elimination game in a long, long – none of these kids have, but Cardinal in general hasn't played an elimination game in a long, long time. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, one thing I've learned over the last four years, especially with this group, um, is every kid is different in how they prepare mentally and emotionally. Um, we, we've got a lot of kids that, you know, are pretty in control of their emotions. Um, and, you know, they, they get um, kind of excited and jacked up and it makes them play better. Uh, we get some kids that I have to, you know, really navigate their emotions throughout, throughout the, the day. And even, you know, once we get on the field and, and things of that nature. And so, you know, I think it, by this time of the year, I've got a pretty good handle on every kid and how they react on game days. And, you know, as coaching staff, we're going to we're going to try to navigate and use that. Um, but overall, our leadership um, on this team is really good. You know, they they understand how to compete. Uh, most of these guys um, that are the leaders on our team have been playing uh, every sport since they were freshmen. Um, so they know what big games are like, uh, whether it be football or whatever. Um, and so I think they're going to be ready to go. 
Yes, you know, speaking of that, you know, a lot of these kids played baseball and they were in elimination games, I think four times before they did finally, you know, succumb to Van Meter there in the sub-state final. Uh, but they weren't supposed to win any of those. They were the sixth seed, lowest seed in the whole district and won the district. So, you know, you lean on those kids to, you know, and your leadership, you know, those are your leaders anyway, but you, you rely on those kids for the, to the younger kids looking up to them. Yeah, I think, you know, no matter what happens, we're going to learn a lot from this game, um, you know, win or lose. And that's, you know, what I'm hoping for. You know, ultimately we want to come out on top and be playing um, another week. Uh, but you know what? This is going to be a good game. It really is. Um, and it's going to come down, in my mind, if, if we play well to the fourth quarter um, and who makes a play in the fourth quarter, you know, might decide it. And, um, you know, I, I hope it goes our way. I think our kids are ready and they, they want it um, and they're hungry. You know, but if it doesn't, you know, we've got a, a fairly young squad. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping we, we take some things away from this um, and bring it into next year, if not. You know, just, you know, we hope it's not, but definitely this could be the last interview and the last game for Friday night. Um, just kind of, you know, looking back um, on the season, what are some of your real, you know, things you're excited about? And then what are some things that, you know, especially with just being such a different season that you didn't expect that you had to learn from? Yeah, it's probably been um, the most fun, but yet the most exhausting season. Um, and I've tried to think of that, you know, why is that? Why, why am I so, you know, beat down this year? And I think, I think a lot of it is just the unknown um, and, and a lot of the, the changes that we've had to make throughout the season, whether it be just, you know, sickness, guys out for practice, um, you know, two or three guys gone here for sickness, two or three guys quarantined, some injuries here and there. We've had to, as a coaching staff, we've had to move a lot of guys around in different places to maximize our talent. Um, and so that's probably where um, it's been a little bit more draining on me. But at the same time, like I told the guys today, it's been the most fun um, I've had coaching a group. Um, they're, they're a really talented group, and they take coaching well. They understand that, you know, some of us, you know, have some wisdom for them that can help them. Um, but at the same time, we're, we're not too overbearing of a staff. We give them a lot of room, you know, to, to be kids and be athletes out on the field. And so – um, and they do that, and they're fun to watch. That's the other thing. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch, uh, make plays, and they do some things that you just can't coach, you know. And so it's um, it, it's been a lot of a lot of fun for the coaching staff and myself. And you know, we're well, sorry to see it end at some point, um, but at the same time, it has been a long season. Yeah, I mean that's what you know. I was looking. I think this would be week eight and normal. I don't think we would be at the playoffs yet. Um, and I've called this the opening round of the playoffs because I think the state did come out and say you have to win your little three-team pod, and then you get the state playoff qualifier banner and everything. Um, but, again, the state did a good job. You know, obviously, Pekin had COVID issues. You know, you haven't per se. I know you were really close a, a time or two, um, and some teams you played have, have been that. Uh, but the state did a good job getting everybody at least one more game. Just – you know, and I, I guess, you know, kind of my question is just what do you think – I'm kind of struggling here with the question, but just overall in general, I think the state did a good job in getting it to be played. You know, I know there's a lot of should you play, could you play. But just like baseball, I think it's went really well overall for the yeah. state. And, you know, the biggest thing is we just want our kids to play, and they've got that opportunity, so you have to be super happy about that. 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, the state takes a beating on a lot of things. That's just kind of the nature of being an athletic association, I think. But um, I think one of the things they've done a great job of is some states have shut things down. Some states maybe have been scared of some things where, um, you know, our association has done a great job of, of putting things out there, making sure that, you know, the kids had opportunities. You know, I think there's some things if they went back, they could learn from them. I'm sure they would. Uh, but at the same time, you know, that's all it's about is giving these kids that um, that season, this season, and not getting it canceled. I know, you know, track got canceled, and, and that's not good for anybody. Um, the kids will never get that year back. And so I think that at the end of the day, uh, no matter who you were, what team you were, the kids got to experience, you know, this year of, of high school football. And a lot of that's due to the association. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's kind of, you said it way better than I did, but just, you know, the state has done a good job of getting people to play. It's not perfect. There's going to be bumps along the road. We're seeing it right now in college football. You know, LSU and Florida is not playing. Alabama, Georgia is on the fritz, I think. And just, but overall, none of that has too much came to head in Iowa high school football, and that's good to see. And now we're going to ramp that up and get through the playoffs here. You know, just kind of maybe some of your, Hopefully it's not, but our, our last sentiments and kind of rally the Cardinal Nation, you know, get them up there to peek in to cheer on your team. And then obviously just I'm sure you want to thank them and everything for their uh, support and everything they've done for you this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great crowd um, at peak, and it usually is, and the circumstances are pretty high on this one. Um, so I think it's going to be, you know, pretty full both sides which is exciting. Um, and I also think, you know, that we've had a great crowd um, at, at our home venue um, all season long. And even due to COVID um, and some of the restrictions and things, we've had a, a great amount of fans there. Um, and it's been awesome to see. And, you know, we played pretty well this year at home, uh, which was great, you know, to, to be able to have good performances in front of our, our home crowds, family and friends. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I would chalk this up to another step in the right direction for the Cardinal football program, um, you know, from where it was four years ago in, in 2017 um, to now, I think we took another step um, in terms of, you know, we may have right on paper right now, have won the same game, amount of games currently. Um, but I think we're, we're making strides where our margins of victory you know, are getting bigger against some of the schools that they weren't, you know, that large um, when, when we got here or be getting beat by. So um, when I look out on the product in the field, um, every year we just keep getting better and better. Um, and so I, I'm really proud of the kids and the coaching staff. Um, and, and I think, you know, hopefully we'll end this thing on a good note um, and we'll see kind of how it goes. But just, you know, thanks to everybody who, who has listened to this and thanks to you, Ryan, for putting it together. I hope we can do it again next year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and just kind of let's talk just a little bit more just about Pekin. It's a really contrast of styles. You want to, yeah. you know, go fast, no huddle, four or five wide. And then obviously they're going to do their traditional, they're going to run the football right down your throat, stop, stop you if you can, you know. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, and that's where, you know, your, you know, offense and defensive line. I know you kind of talked about this earlier, but you know, that's where you're maybe a little deficient right now. And then that's their strength. And they're, you know, maybe don't have the number of that. They got athletes, don't kid yourself, but they don't have the number out there on the field that you're going to put on. Um, just, you know, obviously you're going to try to get your guys, you know, the best matchup you can possible. But, 
you know, especially you as a defensive coordinator, how are you going to, you know, limit them to uh, in the running game? Yeah, so on the defensive side of the ball, um, the name of the game, you know, is basically get more of our athletes to the point of attack. Um, and so we hopefully we have a good plan this week that puts our guys in, in position, you know, via their alignment um, where they can get to the ball um, and negate some of the things that Pekin wants to do. And what I tell the guys is offenses always have the advantage, you know, being an OC for a long time, um, I can tell you that we always have the advantage. We have the pen last um, on offense and on defense. The, the goal is to, to understand some of their tells to be a poker player um, and, and to understand what they want to do and, and try to make them uh, do the opposite. And so we've worked on that all week on this is how, they want their, this play to be successful, and this is how we have to do the opposite. And the guys have been really focused. Um, they've done a great job. Um, and, you know, we, like you said, you know, styles uh, make fights. And in this one, you've got, you know, two styles that are going to be fun to watch, you know, and especially this is not going to be a driving rain like we had last year, which hurts our style of play um, on both sides of the ball. And it, and it helps them. So this is going to be 48 degrees, six mile an hour wind. Um, you know, it's going to be a nice night for football and, you know, you're going to get to see unveiled kind of how, you know, we get to play both sides of the ball and then they're going to want to play smash mouth, you know? And so we're hoping, you know, that, that our game plan on the defensive side is going to slow them down. Um, and then on the offensive side, we just want to get our playmakers the ball in as many different places as we can in the space that is given to us by their defense um, and then go make big plays happen. You know, we know we are not going to three, three yards in a cloud of dust and ground and pound these guys. That's not how it's going to happen. Um, and if we, if we are, then, 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 you know, we're going to lose. So uh, we have to do what we're good at. And that's, like I said, getting our guys the ball in space and let them make plays. Um, and so we're hoping we can do that. And they know that, you know, I've played them a long time. Um, and I know, you know, what their mindset's going to be. And um, it's going to be to stop that. You know, and so what we're hoping is, is we've got a game plan um, and I think our kids understand it, but we've got a game plan that is going to allow us um, to maximize our strengths. Yeah, you know, and we've talked about this the last few weeks, but I think tomorrow night, especially, I think turnovers are going to be a huge deal. And I especially think, you know, with you trying to get the ball out quickly and stuff, if a tip ball or something goes haywire, you know, that's where they could get you up. But, you know, as long as you control the football and don't turn it over, I really like your chances. Yeah, I totally agree. Both sides of it, um, you know, whoever comes up with, with the biggest turnover first um, is probably going to have the upper hand. And then it comes down to when you have the upper hand, can you keep it? Um, you know, and that's that was the name of the game a little bit last year when we played them where it was 14 nothing going into the fourth quarter. Um, it was just kind of a we couldn't move the ball. Um, but we were causing just enough turnovers to keep the game even. Um, and then it kind of broke open, you know, once once the weather started and we just couldn't hold on that long. So, um, you know, I think this year we're, we're much more equipped um, to handle some of it. And, you know, I feel good about this game and where our kids are at. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Coach. And, again, thanks for the year. Let's, you know, this could be the last one. Let's hope it's not. Hopefully we talk again next Thursday. Uh, but if not, again, thanks for everything. Thanks for all your support. And, you know, just Cardinal in general, thank you. And obviously, we want to thank the Atomo Radio Group for uh, putting us on. Yes, thank you guys so much. It's been great. And again, hopefully we can do it again next year. 
Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan You Asked For podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan You Asked For podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34. <laughs>